You're listening to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media, but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hinderer, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or a craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Today in this episode, I wanted to talk about a CTA, your CTA, your call to action. Um, If you are from Chicago like me, you hear CTA and you think of the Chicago Transit Authority, but that's not what we're talking about. Today we are talking about calls to action. Um, And what is it? Why do you need it? And when should you use them? Uh, So quick and to the point, but here we go. So a call to action or a CTA, as you might often see it referred to in social media lingo and language, is basically just a statement that encourages your audience to make or take a specific action. So maybe it's you want them to click a button. Maybe it's you want them to make a purchase. You want them to read a blog post. You want to head to the website. You want them to register for an event, whatever it happens to be. You want them to engage with a post. There are lots of different calls to action you can make. There's lots of different things you can ask your people to do. Um, But basically, it's a necessary part component of your communication strategy. So whether you are crafting an email, sending out a newsletter, writing a landing page, or crafting a social media post, a CTA is essential to drive conversions, to increase engagement, and ultimately to achieve kind of your marketing goals overall. So let's talk generally, why should you use them? And basically, I like to think of it this way, is you use them in order to drive follower, reader, listener behavior. And at first it could sound a little manipulative, like, oh, you're doing this to manipulate people. No, you're doing this, I think you want to think of it more as you're doing this to remind them that there is something they can do with the content that they've just enjoyed or they've just... um, that they like, that they want to see more of. Um, You're helping them remember that there are steps that they can take in order to get more of this into their lives, right? I like to think of it as a gentle reminder of kind of what um, they can do, not an in-your-face, do this or else, uh, not as some kind of ultimatum or pushy sales tactic, but just a gentle reminder of like, hey, if you liked this content, right? Maybe you're sharing a tip. If you like this content, you can find more of this over on my blog or as you listen to a podcast, right? Something like that. Um, it ultimately helps for those of us who own a business um, or are trying to grow accounts. It ultimately helps you grow your account through a, that social media platform um, by having that CTA or through your newsletter. It helps kind of grow your business that way uh, through your blog posts, all of that. So you might be wondering, how does this help me grow my account, for instance? Um, and I think you have to think of it like this. When you suggest to someone that they like or they save, they comment, they share a post, this increases your engagement numbers. And when you increase your engagement numbers, this sends an automatic message to the algorithm that this content is worthwhile and it's worth sharing with others. 
in turn, the algorithm then shares that content and puts it in front of more faces. And so it's this kind of give and take in which it's a win-win basically, as people engage more with your content by liking it, saving it, commenting, sharing, etc. It's sending the message to the algorithm. The algorithm is then putting it in front of more people who can then do the same. And so it's kind of this cyclical approach. Uh, and that can help you grow your account. The same can be true for other things like the newsletter, for instance, right? As people start to engage in your newsletter, maybe they forward it to someone else, they share it with someone else, then that creates hopefully more subscribers to your newsletter and then your newsletter begins to grow, which ultimately helps your business, right? Or let's say you have a blog post and they really enjoyed the blog that you shared, so they share it with a friend and then that person comes to your site, they learn more about you, et cetera. So the CTA is really helpful because it can kind of move direction, move engagement, move actions um, to help you kind of grow your business and get more eyes on your things. So when should you use a CTA? Honestly, the short answer is always, always use a CTA. Um, but I don't want you to think that these CTAs, these call, this call to action needs to always be a commanding one. Sometimes the best ones are subtle calls to action. And we'll talk more about those in a second. I'm going to give you a bunch of different examples. Um, but I want to focus first on when to use a CTA. So a couple ideas. Let's say you're writing an Instagram post. Yes, absolutely you want to have a call to action somewhere in your caption. Maybe you're asking them to do something. We'll talk more about the specifics later, but in an Instagram post, you absolutely want a call to action in your caption. If you have created a carousel post with multiple slides in that single post, perhaps you want to have the call to action actually appear somewhere on the slide. This is really common now. You see a lot of people have the last slide say something like, if you liked this, share it with others. If you like this, save it for later, right? There's something like that um, as the last slide. So that can be a really great way to do that. Let's say you made a video, whether it's a YouTube video, an Instagram reel, um, a Facebook video, whatever, wherever you're making videos, you can have a call to action somewhere in the words you use actually that you're speaking. You could have a call to action in the words that you lay over the video, right? The little like captions or subtle things that you pop up on top of the video that ask them to make a certain action. You could also have a call to action in the caption for the video itself. Um, all of these are options. It kind of depends a little bit on the platform. Um, for instance, in a YouTube video, you could certainly include a call to action asking your followers to like, or the people who are watching to like and subscribe, you definitely can do that. You could also have a call to action in the caption itself. Um, and maybe these are two different calls to action. Maybe in the caption, you're asking them to leave a comment on their favorite takeaway. And maybe in the actual video itself, you're reminding them to subscribe and like your channel um, and like that video, that post. Definitely you could do that. On the flip side, maybe you have an Instagram reel and in the reel, you probably aren't going to necessarily always say, make sure to follow my account. But in the reel itself, you could have um, a caption or 
wording over the top that encourages them to read your bio for more information, to check the caption for more content or more helpful tips or tricks. You could have something like that. Let's talk Instagram stories. Uh, Instagram stories, you definitely want to have a call to action in those as well. Um, the nice thing is, is on stories, Instagram makes it really easy because there are lots of interactive stickers and an interactive sticker, it can be a great call to action. You're asking them to slide the bar, you're asking them to take the poll, you're asking them to take the quiz that you're offering, you're asking them to add their thoughts or comments into the question box. All of those things are actually calls to action, all of those things. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be saying any words specifically, but you could be using those stickers that they have created for you to interact more with your audience and engage with them more. And that is a really easy, really simple call to action that you could use. Outside of necessarily the social media realm, when you think of online communication, certainly in a blog post or a newsletter, you can have a call to action in the body of the post. It could be something like in the newsletter, for instance, you could say, reply to this email and let me know X, Y, Z. You could say, you know, if this was helpful, please feel free to share with someone else who would find these tips useful. In a blog post, for instance, you could have a call to action that encourages them to leave a comment. If you have comments in, engaged on your blog post, you could ask them to share it with a fellow business owner who would appreciate that or a fellow whatever, whoever your audience is. You could have that. You could encourage them to email you with any questions they have after reading the blog post and you'd be happy to respond to those, right? So all of these are different calls to action. All of these are different ways to use them, but you definitely want to think in terms of all of your online communications and especially your social media content that all of it should have a call to action. So let's talk really quickly, but very specifically on how to craft a call to action. In general, you want to think your CTA should be clear and concise. As few words as possible, as clear as you can make it to what exactly, what exact action you want them to do. So use simple language that's easy to understand. I would avoid any jargon or complicated terms that might confuse your audience or make them unaware of what you want to do. This is also something you want to consider with the age of your audience and your specific niche. There are some words or some jargon that's more popular for certain age groups. And sure, if that's your audience, you could use that, but you don't want to use a Gen Z type word for a baby boomer, for instance. Um, you don't want to use terminology that only millennials will understand if that's not your actual audience. So you want to make sure that that's very clear. You also want to make your CTA kind of focused on the benefit to the user. And you want to create a sense of a little bit of urgency that you want to encourage them to take action now, today, before they move on and forget they even saw that post, forget they even read the blog or read the article, forget, forget they even saw the newsletter that you sent out to their email. So in creating a sense of urgency, and personally I think a sense of urgency without a sense of doom if they don't follow through. I know that's very common and very popular among some people is to have that call to action be like, if you don't act now, or if you don't do this, you are acting out of fear or something like that. I'm not a huge fan of those kinds of calls to action because I think it often creates um, 
inauthentic actions in the people who follow, but certainly a sense of urgency in that, like, oh, let's do this now, um, not wait for later. So let's talk specific examples of how you can craft a call to action. Um, let's say you have a program that you're trying to get people to register for, right? Whatever that happens to be. Here are a couple ways that you can include a call to action in your social media posts. So I think if you were doing a Facebook post, for instance, you could say in the caption itself, register today, and then include the link directly in the caption to the place where they would go to register. Something as simple as register today creates both that call to action, that sense of urgency, and makes it very clear what you're asking them to do. You're asking them to register, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, but today. So that can be very clear. On the flip side, for an Instagram post, for instance, since you can't include a link directly in the caption, you could have a line in the caption that says something like, register today using the link in our bio, right? Or uh, check our stories for a link to register today, right? That could be something that you could do. Both of those are calls to action. They have that similar thing that you would like them to register and specifically register today. And that's a way that you can do that in an Instagram post. You could also, again, if you're doing a carousel post, make it one of the last slides where you give them directions and information on how to register. Again, it could be link in bio. It could be using a QR code. It could be a short URL that you share there that they could easily type into their browser, whatever that happens to be. So those are two ways that you can easily do that. If you're thinking Instagram stories, Again, trying to register someone for an event, you could include the link directly in the Instagram story. And I would say the one caveat to that is instead of posting the URL directly, you wanna customize the sticker text to say something like apply today, learn more, start your registration, um, anything like that where you kind of change that, they can click on that exact tab um, and they can start the registration process. Again, things like apply today, learn more, start your registration. All of those are very clear and concise calls to action that have a little bit of a sense of urgency to it. Let's, let's switch the example. Let's say you have a new blog post that you'd like people to read and you want to draw people to there. You want to think, okay, in the blog post specifically, you want to make sure that you include a call to action, that you ask them to do something beyond just reading the blog post. Maybe it's something like, if you enjoyed this post, sign up to get our weekly newsletter to never miss another blog post. It could be something like that. It could be email me if you have questions or you have, would like to see some other kind of content all of that is really valid. And then when you think of sharing your blog post on social media, you could maybe do something like where you share your main point or one of your main tips and then include a mention in the caption or in the content itself that there are additional tips and tricks that can be found on the blog. And then again, you could use something like read more, get two more tips, you could include a sticker on your Instagram stories that had to the link that says something like, tell me more, take me to the blog post, those kinds of things. Again, they're very clear and concise and they're very actionable in the moment with a sense of urgency. Or maybe forget trying to drive people elsewhere. Maybe you're just trying to drive some traffic to your own account. Maybe you're just trying to encourage some kind of engagement on a post. And you can do that 
Remember, we don't want to assume that people are going to do something. We want to remind them that they can do something. So you could say, save this post to refer to later. Maybe you're sharing a recipe, right? And most of the time, people are not in the kitchen able to make something in that exact moment. So instead, you can remind them that they can save this post so that they can make the recipe later. You could remind them to send it to a friend who maybe needs to hear this, who maybe would get a lot out of this who would maybe find joy or helpful information in the post and to to remind them that. Send this to a friend who needs to hear this, for instance. Or maybe you're trying to encourage comments, right? And that is the subtle call to action that you have in there. And yes, you could use a call to action that says something like, leave a comment and let me know, and that's fine. But there are also more subtle ways that you can do that without it coming across as always trying to sell and always trying to force the comments. It could be something like show of hands if you agree with X, Y, and Z, right? And then people often will, you know, share the hands up emoji and then share some comments. You could say something like, tell me, do you ever feel or do you ever want or do you ever see? You could write something like, what do you think about and then whatever the content is, let me know in the comments, X, Y, Z, share your thoughts on this topic. I'd love to know what you think below, right? All of these are kind of much more, a little subtle, but encouraging comments, encouraging that kind of basic interaction. So this was a lot of information in a little amount of time because heck, that's kind of how I roll, but Pro tip before you go is before you tap post on anything, pause and ask yourself, what call to action did I include here? And if you don't have one that's easy to identify, add it in before you hit the publish button. So hopefully that was helpful. If you have more questions on CTAs, if that I didn't answer here, you want some clarity, you want a little guidance or assistance, please DM me on Instagram at Rosebud Social. um, And I'll do my best to answer your questions in an upcoming IG story, maybe in an upcoming podcast episode, or just via DM. I would love to help you out uh, nailing these calls to action in your everyday content. All right. Until next week.